Come on. I'm open. All right. One nitro, one nitro, one nitro, one people. We in the building. We in the building. people we are in the building we are in the building all right now i seen some people dropped off we had a few and now we got a little less come back come back wherever you are <laughs> one two one two we are in the building one night you one people check in let us know where you're from share like share and like our page okay it's been a minute uh, i believe the last show we had was with y'all correct me if i'm wrong crack the mic for everybody was that caucus woman Kyla Maloney was our last guest? Yes, that was. Right, so it's been a minute, it's been yes. a minute. But we're here, we're here. And we're happy that you all are taking this journey with us. One night you one people. Share, check in, let us know. One night you're one people. Let us know you're here with us. Here in the building, Money Mike, you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, stand the man, you here? Yes, yes, I'm here. Okay, okay. It's right today is uh, no guests, so it's just the three of us. <laughs> we can help you if we try. Just the three of us. Stand Mike and I. All right, yeah, give me some. <laughs> All right, now that's right. We can do that. We can do that. They they the rappers over there. I'm the singer. But I rapped. I'm a child rapper. Mike's yeah. still doing it. Okay, Mike is still doing it. Okay, we're gonna talk about that today. So um, we're gonna go uh, do our normal our week, and then we're gonna jump into the show. So I'll start off. Um, as y'all know, I'm Sandra I. Coleman. My week was busy and blessed, or my weeks have been busy and blessed. Yes. I'll say I'm so grateful to be a resource to my community and beyond um, for people to just stop you often and, you know, need guidance and help. That's just a blessing to help people. Um, as you all know, today is September 11th, uh, which is a day that rocked our nation um, yeah. and the world. Um, and after we finish um, How Is Our Week segment of the show, we're going to take some time out to reflect upon that day personally whatever you might remember um and you know whatever you want to share we're going to talk about that a little bit after we finish up yes. our week. yeah um, got to give that day it's, it's, you know it's it's important 
Um, as many of you all know, due to the redistricting, there has been some changes in the lines drawn. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep telling you all that because y'all, you might have a change in your representation. Yeah. You know, it has impacted not just Congress, but also city council is, you know, trying to fight to maintain the lines that they have. Um, so we got to see. And um, as you know, uh, we had Congresswoman Kyla Maloney on. Um, she had the Congressional District 12, um, which she lost her race, unfortunately, yeah. um, to one of her colleagues because of this line drawing, uh, which is just, you know, kind of just sad. But it also goes back to Census 2020 and how important it is to get counted, right? Getting counted. So Census 2020 has passed in 2030. Get counted, people, because we were slated to lose one or two congressional seats. It's, you're talking about billions of dollars of funding. So we cannot stop talking about how important census, the census count is, you know, and it's literally like a statewide competition, too. Right. But um, it's for money. You know, it's for money and it's for representation. And, you know, the money goes from, you know, from building infrastructure and roads and, you know, so forth, education, you know, so many things that the billions of dollars that comes into your state that can be utilized. And because we were, I believe it was 83 people short. Right. This is what happens, unfortunately. Wow. Um, I'm going to jump into um, the Homes Eyes of Coalition. Um, we're still with our, and, you know, dealing with our lawsuit from December 13th of 2019. And um, one of the stipulations or what the judge suggested for maybe like the last seven months, eight months, we have been working closely with the compliance unit, right? Um, which they are um, a great resource, um, not just for us directly, but for all NYCHA residents. I will drop their contact link, their link in chat, um, so everybody can have access to it. But reach out to them if you're not getting your repairs, um, if you have some issues, you know, because they, they're kind of like holding NYCHA accountable. Right. So, and they, I believe they came in place through the federal monitorship. Okay. Um, am I right, Stan? I believe I so. so. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Okay. And um, African Day, uh, African American Day Parade is coming up next week. Okay. So I want to give a shout out to Sika. And they are participating in the Af uh, African American Day Parade once again, as they've been doing for many years. Yes. Um, and you, as you know, they consistently advocate to keep public housing public. Yep, yep. And now they're also working for, you know, they, they're against privatization, the blueprint, preservation trust, whatever they want to call it. Maybe tomorrow it'll be something else. Yeah. But, you know, they're also pushing resident management corp, uh, corporation. So that's, you know, good. And um, I have said, I believe Stan was at the press conference some years ago when we filed our lawsuit that we are the new Flint. Yeah, I remember you and, said that. Um, we have this mm -hmm. new water crisis at Jacobs Reese. And then I'm just going to say this real quick, and then they're going to, the guys are going to jump into their week. Um, we understand that they're claiming that it was a false positive with the tests, and there's a new test. I don't know if the results are back yet. Um, I haven't really been following since I heard that. But my whole thing is it doesn't matter if it comes back that they are, it, there's no arsenic in their water. They need an independent test because you can't trust the can't government. Trust, yeah. You can't trust the government. I can't trust Nigeria. You know, no, 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 there's no. been so many cover-ups throughout mm -hmm. the years, yep. throughout decades, especially yep. to people of color. Yep. So it's very important that an independent test is done. Absolutely. And I urge, I'm calling on the mayor, 
the attorney general to see that that happens and the governor see that that happens because we cannot trust NYCHA. We cannot trust them. And for them to give you, that's like telling a woman she's pregnant, but she's not. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, that's unacceptable. And then there's been issues with their water. Right. You know, we all, I believe, go through in public housing some discolored water or cloudy water that comes out. And you, you're definitely not going to drink it. You understand what I'm saying? But, and then I'm going to pause on that because then I want to talk about when we had a, a water inspection um, of a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to jump to Money Mike. Oh, I was listening. <laughs> no, attentively, too. Thank you. Well, to be honest, I, this week for me, I took my grandma to the doctor and I was just taking oh. care of my grandma. So this okay. okay. You no. Know, oh, yeah, you know, me and Renzo, we know. Had a with the um, you know we starting the ratings with CLT. Okay, but it's more to that, and um, that has to be done. But I can't I ain't gonna talk too much about that. All right. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm just taking care of my grandma this week. You know, this week, next week is a whole new week. So, and then school just started. You know, I had to do something. Right, so, school. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about yeah. it. Yeah, well, can't forget about that, you know. Yeah. What are you studying again? Oh no, no, I'm talking about. Oh, for the kids. Yeah, for the kids. Okay, okay. I was like, you back in? Okay, no, you done, no. right? Okay, for now, for now. Right, yeah, for now. I'm okay. going back. Okay. But, um, yeah, but uh, that's about it. Had to get myself ready, focus, you know, for school because someone he was up all night until he can hang. <laughs> so he you can have hang. two kids or one? Two. Girl, boy. Mm-hmm. Girl, boy. Okay. But, What's the ages? Yeah. Well, I'm 13. Oh, wow. Okay. So, who's the 13 is the my son? My son, yes. My okay, son is yeah. 13, my uh, Is he taller than you yet? He's getting there? He's getting there. Uh-huh. Okay. He's he trying to do his push-ups and everything. Oh, uh, he's trying to and show you, yeah. Uh-huh. You playing ball or anything? You playing some ball? To be honest, he, honest, he likes soccer. Oh, okay. Hey, well, right. ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, I ain't saying nothing wrong with that. Sport is a sport. Right. Sport is a sport, but I don't know. We're going to see what he gets there. Uh, he wants to play some ball. Let me know. Football, right? Right, country, right. So. That's the biggest sport yeah. in the world. Yeah, the right. world more Cup, than all the world. football and basketball. He might be in the that. World Cup. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. You never know. Okay, cool, cool. Let's. Right, but you know, like I always say, I'm gonna have to. Usually, I'd be the last one to say my week, and I could just pass it over to the guests when we have one. But now yeah, I got stand it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We flip it around because we kind of go. Trying to yeah, go like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I a good way to yeah. go. I'm going like this that. way now. Yes, yeah. you know. It's yeah. good, but at least now I always got somebody to throw. He's like, I throw right just stand like you. Stand tell me, stand the man, what All you right. going through for the week. Well, I'll just say, um, first thing I want to say, we had a great event uh, for Black August um, in, in Queensbridge with PSL, the Party for Socialist Liberation. Uh-huh. Uh, Sandrea came out and spoke and, um, and represented the Night to Issues. And uh, we had um, Congress, a city councilwoman, Julie Wan, showed up uh, with some book bags for the kids. And we gave out some, some school supplies. And it, was, and it was really good, you know, to really bring information, you know, to the residents of Queensbridge, who, again, many of them still don't know what's going on with the Preservation Trust, the Blueprint, RAB, whatever you want to call it. You know, there's a, still a great amount of people that are unaware of, of really what's happening, you know, which is really amazing, you know, as they continue to move forward, you know, with somewhat lightning speed. Uh, to shove this down our throat, you know. So it was great to have that event. It was good to be organizing in Queensbridge, and I haven't been there in a minute, you know, after leaving Justice for All. So mm-hmm. to get back there was really, really good. And there was some footage, too. There's yeah, some footage, yeah. So uh, we probably shared some, I think, on the page. Then you might have if it's we haven't. Live. Yeah, yeah, we went live. Yeah, we, we went live. live. Yeah, so yeah, we was able to do that. 
And uh, we will be having more meetings. That was um, a community event. You know, we did speak about moving from the podcast and going into the community. So we are at that stage of doing that. And that was great. You know, as for the Jacob Issa, yeah, say again. Not moving from. Oh, continue. In addition, addition. right. In addition, in addition. We're not leaving you all. No, no, no. Exactly. Sorry, I'm gently making it. In in addition to the podcast, you want to begin to have community events, you know, to really uh, get out and help help some people, you know. so that was really, really good, you know. But as for the Jake Reese and the water situation, uh, in my opinion, it's definitely a cover-up. Uh-huh. You know, it seems outrageous. You know, the mayor, I guess he went there and drank some of the water and says it's good, you know. But in my opinion, if I'm living there, I'd be, I'd be very concerned, you know. What and I, and I, did he take before yeah, he drunk it? Exactly, you know. I mean, <laughs> we've been seeing this. I remember a, a meeting at Just For All in Queensbridge many, many, you know, a couple of years ago. And people actually came into the meeting with samples of their water. Mm-hmm. And their water was brown and just, right. just all kind of craziness, you know. So I guess the question is, how pervasive is this, you know? And can we trust any word that Knights is saying, you know? I mean, as far as this is, this is concerned. So I'm concerned, you know. And I know that um, any New York City resident should be concerned right. about this issue, whether you live in Knights or not, you know. So I agree with Sandrea. We calling out the mayor, the governor. It should be an independent probe. You know, I would not trust any probe that's coming from NYCHA, you know, who has lied about the lead, who's lied about mold, who's lied about so many other different things, you know. So why would we think ever that they're going to tell us the truth now? You know, so I think it's a a cover up and we should all get behind this Mm -hmm. and fight. I know at some point we want to go out there and maybe talk to some residents and really bring this out, you know, because this is a tragedy, you know, of major proportions. And um it has to be addressed, you yeah. know. So we're excited to be back, you know, and a um, lot more to come, a lot more to come. Yeah, and, and just to, I guess we can continue the water topic and then we'll jump into sure, September sure. 11th. But, you know, they're testing the tap water. They're testing how they do up up top the, the what's that called, the water tanks. Right. You know, they do all this type of testing. But how about just testing the actual water that's coming out somebody's faucet? Right. What's directly coming to them? Right. Rather that we bathe in, that we drink. Some of us that drink, we cook with right. it. We wash our right. dishes. We wash our chicken and collard greens or whatever we eat. Right. Absolutely. We gotta clean. Cause sure. I hope y'all wash it. I hope y'all don't rinse your collard greens. You have to wash your collard greens. Right. Okay? Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Cooking tips. Gritty, let me tell you something. Gritty greens. It's dirty greens. Mm. You, yeah. So you ever had somebody greens? Because I experienced that before. I was like, oh, these greens are dirty. Right. That's, that's grit. Is, that's dirt. But sure, anyway, sure. Um, yeah. So we definitely, um, they, they, they have to do what they need to do. And right. you know that we can, there's some testing that we can get on us on our own to test our own water. You know, um, you can go online. There's so many ways to do certain things, you know, but um, the city has to step up and stop yeah. playing games. You know, I seen Greg Russ struggling to talk to the crowd. Yeah, I saw people, that. Yeah, I saw him up know, there and sitting up there yeah, looking crazy. Struggling right. to talk. I mean, it's it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Incredible. It's pathetic. Incredible. Pathetic. But um, also, a few years, maybe a year or so ago, because it was since the pandemic, um, and Greg Russ has signed the paper, the letter, and it was in our hallway that the results from our um, water inspection right. was in office, and you can go in um, to the management office and actually review it. Mm. So, okay. me being me, because I've never seen that before. Right. Okay? So, this is what I'm saying. Like, 
This is something that we're entitled to every year when they do these inspections. We can go in and find out. But it was publicized like it was really out there. So I went in and um, I sat with my manager and I said, um, can I take a picture of this document? Can I have a copy? No. Can I take a picture of the document? No. Right. Okay. can I take notes? No. Wow. No. Wow. So me being me, I read it to myself and I'm going to leave it at that. Mm. Okay. Okay. Because I'm no fool, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I read it to myself out loud. Right. And that's how I was able to have it all, you know, because there was some terminology in there that I wasn't clear. Right. You know, with some words in there that I never seen before. Right. And right. One of them I looked up. It was debris. So there was debris in the water. Oh, well, Lord. <laughs> you wow. know what I'm saying? So, wow. but the the word it was, you know, it was a word I never seen before. Right. Like, and it makes sense. Like they they could have. Could could have put debris. Right. But they didn't put debris. They put this other word. And I, you know, so I'm glad I read it. Right. And I was able to, you know, but she didn't let me take notes. So I spoke to her at that time. It was Councilmember Ben Kalos. And he said to me, that's unheard of, that they wouldn't allow you to get a copy. They wouldn't allow you to take notes. I mean, how, it wasn't a long, you know, it wasn't a long letter. But still, like I said, a couple of words sure. that i never seen before, you know, that, I don't use it on a day-to-day basis. Now right. I know that, and, I, and now I would have to look back, you know, to remember the word. But the point is, I was denied that. Wow. As a resident. Wow. Yeah. Right. But, um, any more on the water? Go ahead. Oh, no. Well, yeah. Um, Audrey had a question. She said, can you order a testing kit and send it to the laboratory yourself for free? I test my water anytime. It looks murky, and I use distilled water to drink and cook with until I get the results. Oh, no, she's saying it. She oh, she's saying it, yeah. She said, I also will boil you the water to mm-hmm. kill microorganisms that may be present. Right, and that's what we were taught but, to do, too. Right. I don't know. I, well, do that anyway, but I thought that New York City, they say that that's supposed to have microscopic shrimps in the tap water. That's supposed to kill the bacteria and germs. If you even Google my, what's microscopic shrimps, it would say something that's in New York City tap water. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to look that up. I never heard that before. There's a lot in our food. There's a lot in our water, right? Right. And there's a a loud amount of things that is allowed. You know know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the thing. And evidently, these levels were higher than they should have been. Right. So, which is scary. I mean, cancer's caused by stuff like this. I mean, the amount of diseases. And there was something else found in the water. It wasn't, I forgot, whatever the term is, whatever the other bacteria was found. Mm -hmm. You know, but um, it's just incredible. I mean, this is really... Killing people in their apartments. If you're drinking water that's, in, that's contaminated, you know, the damage that could be done to you yeah. is unbelievable, you know. And for them to kind of play around with this, you know, and, 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 and treat it this way, it's just, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's inhumane is what it is, you know. And just how pervasive is this throughout NYCHA becomes the question. Mm-hmm. You know, are there other developments that are having this issue? Right. And um, if one is, why would we think they're not others, you know? Right. So that's a question for everyone to answer. And we're in September, right? right? So to the NYCHA chair, Greg Russ, to the mayor, Adams, and to the governor, Hoku. Am I th- did I say that Yeah, Hoku, right? you said it right. So I know we had an a inspection already at Holmes and Isaacs. I didn't see that letter posted for people to go into the office. Right. So everybody keep in mind, we should demand that we get a copy of that. They like to, they like to send you the little preservation trucks booklet. They want to send you the blueprint booklet, right? They want to email you, you know, right. just do these robocalls and all of this stuff 
to notify you about these forms of privatization. How about after these tests are done, send the results directly to the residents? Right. Let it come into our mailbox and email it to us because sometimes right. mail get lost. But make sure we get it. Give right. us the results. Be transparent. Right. If you want to gain trust of the residents, transparency, transparency is very important because NYCHA is not ever, ever, ever held accountable for nothing. Well, I spoke to a resident um, this week in, in, in one in, in Queensbridge and one in Ravenswood. You know, the one in Ravenswood um, probably has led in her apartment. They came in March and um, actually notified her to let her know that you may have led in your apartment. So they, they, they notified her in March. They didn't come out to do the testing until until August. And then they're saying they're not going to be able to let her know for like another couple of months. You know, so this is incredible. That means how long would that child, she has a four-year-old grandbaby that she lives with. So her and his grandbaby could be living in lead, you know, for this amount of time without no accountability for nitrogen. We called and spoke to the inspector and he was like, well, there's nothing more I can tell you. Um, you know, and then we sent out a letter, an email, mm -hmm. and then um, the compliance office did comp reply mm -hmm. to a certain extent. They said they're going to maybe help out, and we shall see. Mm -hmm. But this is happening all the time, whether it's the water, whether it's lead, whether it's mold. You know, did they, they have maybe, food. or did they say they'll help? They'll, well, they, they'll they will, they're it. looking to it. Okay. So we got to see what they're going to do. Hopefully, right. there'll be some. Good. Brad is good. Right, there'll be some resolution and some answers. But, mm -hmm. I mean, this is common, you know, mm -hmm. of residents dealing with issues like this and can't get answers about lead and mold. And people literally are dying, you know. So this is really um, not nothing to wash over or anything like that. This is critical. Yeah. And it's pervasive. It's not mm -hmm. just this one incident. It is right. pervasive. Yeah. Yeah. They, um, they not, um, they true, they true to what they do. Criminal is what they are. Yeah. People should be going to jail. Yeah. They're literally. True to what they do. Criminal. You know, Criminal. And, and it's sad to just be living in the dark. Right. Why, can and, you imagine? And think of the demographics of seniors. They right. don't have that fight. Right. You know what I mean? In them that. You and I and other advocates and some resident, some resident council presidents that, you know, really are involved in their community right. are helping their residents. But the seniors, like, they suffering. I they mean, are literally suffering. They moved a lady out of Isaac's houses. I mean, excuse me, Holmes Towers. It's a temporary move. They moved her in February into my building. I'm in Isaac houses. They told her it'll be two months. They're fixing her ceiling because of asbestos. Uh, Do you know she's still there? She's still there, her and her, I think that's her husband, I would assume. Still there. Not happy. You know? Wow. Because you had to move into another building, right. which is still your sister development. You know, when they did Lakeisha, they moved her. I remember that. Hotel. I remember that. Sure. Her, her apartment was done pretty fast and everything was done. Right. And I believe for her, it was the fact that we had the lawsuit in place. Right. So that's a little, you know what I'm saying? Like we got the lawyers involved anyway. So right. they had to do it. But she's been exposed. Lakeisha's been exposed to the asbestos too because they replaced her tiles before. Right. And they popped back up. Right. And then they, you know, and asbestos is, let's just be clear, we had uh, Dr. Roger Flores on here. It has not been banned. Right. So it is used. And has been used, maybe not in high volumes. Right. And I don't want to speak too much because I, I'll say I'm a little ignorant to the, you know, how it's done. Right. And that doesn't make me dumb. That just makes me the lack of knowledge. So I'm right. not going to speak like I'm an expert. But asbestos has never been banned. So hmm. let's not assume that it has right. been. So that means it's in the homes. Right. And with that said, our homes and our apartments, rather you in public or private houses, should be upkept. Right. I should mean, be upkept. I mean, it's uninhabitable. 
to live in an apartment with lead. It's uninhabitable to live in an apartment with mold. I mean, that means that apartment is not habitable. Yeah. And how many residents in NYCHA, I mean, if we did a number, it would be enormous uh, yeah. that are living like this With right now conditions. today. Yeah. This very And, and the development that they live in, the management office knows this. Of course in many they cases, know. and they're ignoring it. You know, so contemplate that. They literally, literally are letting people die in their apartments. My bathroom needs to work. They did it before in the past, and they had to break down the tiles you know, for the with a shower and all that said and break the wall and whatever they did and then it's like, okay, it's done, it's fixed. And now it's bubbling up. So this has been about two years. So right. I was on the worst landlord list twice. Right. Um the federal monitor uh investigators came to my home. Right. They viewed it. They went and sat with Mr. Hartfield, the superintendent, right. calling them out. Right, call them out. Went and sat with them. And this was last year. Nobody came as of yet. Wow. So they created a new ticket. Matter of fact, when I looked on the on the on the um, app, there was two tickets. So they're calling it. So if it's plastering and you just go, whatever you got to do, scrape and do it, then fix it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because this is my shower head, you know, and it's like so I usually keep my bathroom kind of closed. I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I'm not that comfortable in my right. bathroom. Right. You know, I mean, it's, I know people I've been to people apartments I've seen bathroom so mine's is not as bad no it's not bad like theirs but still if you don't fix it it gets worse and worse sure and worse sure and money. they're playing russian roulette with right. their lives right money mike i think you're gonna say something oh no i was just still looking at um another comment about the water okay audrey she wrote, she have childhood a friend there from okay. Lafayette gardens go ahead she have a um chemistry degree Okay. okay. Say boiling water, you know, it helps mm-hmm. some, but drinking chemicals that cause cancer cannot be boiled safe. Wow. 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 I am waiting for them to realize they can convert all those empty office buildings into housing for all the people who have been waiting for years mm. for Section Eight vouchers. Enough already. Right. 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 Now it's um it's all all, all scandalous. You know um it's just terrible. And we also um. This week, I spoke to a resident in a development in the Bronx mm-hmm. um, that's going to a rad conversion. What development yeah. is that? Um, you know? I, I forgot the be- I, no, I can't call a name now. You know, I can't at the moment. Okay. But um, we're going to go out there, you know, sometime this week. And in their case, and I guess the reason why that's so important is they always tell the residents that when we go through these conversions, you get rad, everything's going to be beautiful, your apartment's going to look great, so forth, so on. In this case, they painted over the mold. There was mold in her apartment. They just painted over it. So it came back. And so she's calling the management office, you know, getting no response. And again, Knights have responded to this letter of complaint. And they said, well, um, I don't know if this is a, a, a rad conversion. I guess they're questioning that. We're going to go get the result when we go speak to her. She told me directly. It's my a bill, new conversion? She said it's in the process. You so know. them Knights are still responsible, right, so still for, responsible the for the pairs and still ignoring it. It's just yeah. it's nonsense, you know. So we're going to go talk to her and um and expose just yeah. really what's going on because they're selling you a false narrative yeah. you know it's not like they're describing it at all and if it's bad like with it what they did with the lady from boulevard houses that i connected you with right because yep. she was actually fixing up somebody's apartment in my building this lady is a nitra was a nitra resident and she was a plasterer or wow. working with the pl- plaster right, helper. Right. But whatever she her title was. And she approached me because she seen how bad the apartment was. And she said, my apartment is bad. It's worse. Wow. I said, what? 
And then when she told me, she was at Boulevard Houses, New Red yeah, conversion, yeah, yep. and Brad from the compliance unit when I went to testify at City Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I think I was the only resident there to testify in person. Everybody else was on um, line. And um, him and I talked. I showed him the pictures. Right. And he took her information, and they actually relocated that resident. Yes, That's great. how bad it was. Right, right, So right. now she's no longer under, you know, she's in a development that's most likely not a rad converted because it's right. a nature development. But um, just think about that. Just think about that. This woman is doing the work and, and preserving people's homes and her apartment is worse. Insanity. I mean, it's just, it's just insane, you know, and we got to speak out, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm on the um, board of Just Fix. Mm-hmm. So any, any nights of resident listening, mm-hmm. if you have repair issues, uh, please reach out to us. You can reach us on, what, what is it? So what's the email address, Mike? What's Andrea? One night to TV at, at gmail.com. Right, so, right. O-N-E. One, O-N-E, NYCHA TV at gmail.com. So if any nights of resident is listening, do not suffer in silence. You can send a letter of complaint. You know, that we will send, you know, to your manager's office, certified mail. And uh, we will also send that to your elected officials, you know, who are representing you. You know, so in essence, we're doing a lot of work that those you vote for mm-hmm. should be doing, you know, but we're going to make them do their job. Yeah. You know, don't come and just take a picture, you know, right. when it's time to get elected and then disappear. You know, one thing I can say about Carol Maloney, as we talked about, mm-hmm. um, she wasn't like that, you know. So I'm speaking now with Julie Wan. I'm going to call all, all of y'all out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm Tiffany Caban and all the rest of y'all who are in the area that I used to work in and still continue to work right. in. Are right. uh, you going to be as proactive as she was? You know, and um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm going to give them a shot, you know, but I know that they received these emails too from these, these letters of complaints. Mm-hmm. And we're putting the residents directly in touch with them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see now, you know, are you going to do your job? Yeah. You know, because you're being paid to do this. I mean, yeah. you, you, you work for us. Yeah. We don't work for you. Right. We don't, you know, you work for us. So Mm -hmm. we're going to see what they do and we're going to follow the story. And I would say to Julie Wan's office, we had a nice conversation and we'll see what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll see if Tiffany Caban responds because they got these letters as well. You know, and um, I know in Carolyn's case, she did. Yeah. She got the letters. She came down to the manager's office. There was no cameras. There was no press conference and we did eventually have one but she came without all that she'll walk with you and, yeah. and, and, and something got done yeah. so I want to see what these elected officials are going to do are you going to measure up or are you just here to get your votes and run for office again right. and, and be a, a career politician but we have to do the report cards on them if they're not doing what they need yeah. to do we got to vote them out yeah absolutely we have to get rid of them absolutely but we're going to continue on but let's talk about a September 11th you go first okay. you go first then you then me um, I remember that day. Um, I, I lived downtown Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I was living on Hanson Place, you know, so you can actually see Manhattan from where I was, you know. And um, I've, I mean, I can't even describe the feeling of watching on TV and then watching the towers fall and then actually going outside and, then, and where I lived had smoke. You know, okay. you were close enough to the, to, to the city where the smoke was in my neighborhood, downtown Brooklyn. Right. And I mean, it was just... Um, just unbelievable, surreal. You know, the, um, something like that can actually happen. Yeah. And to watch so many loss of life, like, happen instantly, you know, as it's coming down, that's death and destruction. So it was, it was something like I've never experienced before. Yeah. And pray to God I never experienced nothing like that again. Yeah. And, and not just here, right? Right, right. The Pentagon. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pentagon. just continued on. It was like, Three. yeah, the story just kept going. As incredible as it was, yeah. it just kept going. Yeah. And got more and more incredible as it went. So... 
Yeah, I, I'll never forget. Ever. Ever. Money Mike. Well, I was um I was a kid when 11 happened. He um, <laughs> was a kid. Okay, yeah. I was a kid. I know yeah, when I went okay. outside. We give you that. <laughs> when I went outside, I, I mean, I seen the smoke in the air because I was in um at my grandma's house in Canarsie, mm-hmm. and I was able to see the smoke in the sky. Wow. I seen some. I seen, and I was supposed to be in school, but I was at my grandma's house that day. And I guess thank God because everybody was leaving school early that day anyway. Seen some friends, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I guess they said, oh no, they had to leave school early because you know what happened, right? Um. Yeah, but nine eleven not even a um good day because I also had a friend that passed away. Wow, money that was ten years literally after that. It was two thousand and eleven. Right. Wow. I don't know if y'all um you probably heard of her. Her name was Tayshawna Murphy. You call her Chicken. Well, okay. yeah. Did she go to? She oh, went to. Right. She went to Murphy oh, Birch High School, right? She to, um, oh, she's right. a ball player. No, that's yeah. a, she's a oh, ball player. She went yeah. to Birchham, I think. Yeah, she, oh, yeah. She went to my alma mater, Murphy Birchham. Yeah, she got shot. Right. Yeah, she, she's from Right, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Very familiar with the case. Yeah, yeah I remember. She moved on yeah, Manhattan, right. Yeah, she. Was she mm-hmm. Yeah, I go. Yeah. Yeah. So now living out of. Yeah. No. Wow. No. Yeah. I remember that story too. Dag, it's, it's weird that now I got to kind of go back because she got killed in Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was I worked where I was working, and I was in an operational unit. Right. Um, during September 11th, and I remember her death. As I well remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, the homicide squad was up there when we right. were at. So, um, and that wow. made the papers and stuff like that. Yeah. And I believe her development was walking distance from where our office was at. Because I think it was in the confines of the 2 6, but somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, September 11th was um, a day like no other. Um, I remember being at work, we had a TV on. Um, I worked with NYPD. It was an operational unit. We're doing our regular day, you know, reports and roll calls, and and then the phones start ringing. Um, and it was one lady that was sitting up there, a detective, and she, I remember her saying, their buildings are going to come down because mm-hmm. somebody in her family was a fire uh, man, but not in New York. Right. And they just knew it was going to come down, and she had called it. And um, shortly after... The, the building, one came down and the next. But i never forget some of the homicide um, squad came into our office because I worked at Manhattan North Detective Operations, so that was a unit. We would get our orders from Detective Borough Manhattan. And, you know, and those orders can come down from Chief of Detectives, which was in one piece. Sure. And we had to send manpower down there when it was happening. and um, But it wasn't down yet. And some of the homicide um, detectives came in, and it was, I believe it was Sergeant Judge. His name was Judge at that time, mm-hmm. um, a brother. And it was about three or four of them came in our office. And it was just the way they said they never would come in the office to go down to nothing when we sent them downtown. Right. But for some reason that day, they came in the office. Um, they all made it back. Wow, thank alive, God. Thank right. God. But right. um, that was a, a heck of a day. Um, my... Youngest was home because Jalen, he was already born. And um, my oldest son was in school on 14th Street. Wow. Now, I'm not thinking, because remember, everything got shut down. The trains. Yeah, yeah. The roads. Yeah. Uh, my brother was actually, Ike was in that building, one of the buildings. Um, I'm not sure it was Tower, the first or the second Tower, but he was in there. And he was also down 
working that route. He was supervisor for UPS. He was actually training. He was there with the first bombing, too. Wow. Um, but he was actually training um, some um, seasonals, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he was down in the basement. Right. Wow. UPS. He was training them. Wow. And if security didn't come down and tell him, get out, my brother and them wouldn't have made it out. So, wow. true story. My brother, when he got out, he's also a Marine. And um, his wife called him. She's an educator, a teacher. She was like, Ike, get from down there. He was like, no, I got to save the, I got to help people. I got to help. He wanted to help. Right. She was like, Ike, she yelled at him, get from down there. And the building was coming out. He jumped under a truck, to wow. my understanding. And all the people that had soot and stuff on them, to my understanding, he, when he walked out, he was clean. Wow. So that was the grace of God. Yeah. You know? Wow. Um, and he's a deacon and stuff. And he's, he's preached about that um, in the years to come. Right. Because it takes time. But, um, yeah, it was a day like no other. And then um, working with NYPD, you have ongoing process. Right. So because I was in the operation unit, we had details. Right. You know, and they wasn't even letting us go home. They was talking about, you know. They was going to hold us over, even the civilians. Right. And it's like, wow. And I'm like, how am I going to get home anyway? You can't get home. I'm near, I'm up on Broadway, 130-something Street and Broadway, and the bridge is one way, and I need to get downtown, and there's no trains, there's wow. no nothing. Wow. And I'm like, how am I going to get home when they do let me go home? Right. But they wound up eventually releasing us, but then they were telling us we were going to be on 12-hour tours, like the uniform, but then that got laxed and stuff. But um, the ongoing process of when they made... The, the morgue detail, right? Mm. When they made the fresh skill detail, when right. it was, you know, in um, Staten Island. Um, and I think it was one more. And then it was the, the ground zero detail. Mm. So we had three details that we had to send bodies to Lord. every day. Like when I say bodies, you know, members right, right, of service. Right. These were detectives. Because um, we had Manhattan North, so we had all the squads from the 19 right. to like the 3 4. But we had to send these guys to one of these details, and they had to work, like, 12-hour shifts. Wow. Now, the craziest thing, because I'm just going into memory of it, we had a lot of records up there in that unit where I worked at. And I don't know who took those records and moved them records. And then years later, people started getting sick. So mm. they had to prove that they were there. Right. So they did allow them to do affidavits, but someone had those records move. I think they went to MRS, which was Manhattan Robbery Squad, and I think they had a flood. But I think some of the records got damaged because we had, we had records and also DBM had records. Right, right. But for some reason, wherever they archived those records at, that was a problem that they had to do um, um, affidavits that they were present. But that was a long journey. We didn't, have, we didn't do reports, like our weekly reports and stuff, all that ceased. Um, we just had to do the roll call, you know, to show manpower, but... We just basically were just, it was just the phones all day. Right. Because that was a busy unit anyway. But it, we used to have to remind each other to go to the bathroom. Wow. Like, you know, you got to go to the bathroom. I got to, you know, I'm saying void, but you're saying I got to pee. But you sitting there and you working, you're so busy. Right. And getting the phones and, and doing messages and, and getting people here and there that we had to tell each other, go to, I would say, Mike, go to the bathroom. Then you say you had to go, or you had to remind me to go to the bathroom, because that's how busy it was. Wow. And that went on for a few months. Wow. You know, until, you know, they got everything done. But that was, um, that was a day in um, 
my condolences to everybody that you know lost their lives, and thank you to all those people that went down there to help. Sure, you know, from the union, a lot of heroes, a lot of heroes, yeah, a lot of heroes, a lot of heroes. You know, break the the metal, and right. it was so much that everyday people came out to help. Right, that's they had a good a part skill about it. Set, right, you know? mm-hmm. and that was one of the times that we seen a difference in New York, and I think throughout the country. And then I'll never forget that same, not the next year, because my father's in Calverton Cemetery, a VA veteran cemetery in Long Island. That place, that cemetery was bumper to bumper. Wow. I never seen it so packed that mm. next year. So wow. that's 20, 2002. Right. Went back the next year, you could roll a blade through there. Wow. That's it. But yeah, that's my reflection. I'm sorry. It was just, it was memorable because I, I was like, you know, I wasn't out in that, but I had to do a lot of work. And like I said, with my son, back to him, Anthony, I forgot where he was at and he was struggling to get home. Wow. My, I think he was like 14 or something at that time. He was struggling to get home. He's like, Mom, wow. you forgot about me. And I'm like, oh, wow. So I, I totally, because I'm busy at work and, you know, he was, he was old enough, but it still was hard to some people right. were walking home. So eventually they were able to get on crowded buses to right. get to their destination. And, um, so, such a day. And you fast forward 21 years now, and um, the terrorists then, well, you know, been lied and such, you know. But now in our country today, you know, the terrorists are really the white supremacists. You know, they're the terrorists, you know, um, as you look back at what happened on January 6th. So that's how much we've changed, you know, as a country, where the homegrown terrorists are the biggest threat. You know, not even... Farming terrorists. And they've always been there, though. Yes, but now they're out in the open, you know. So, you know, I, I just want folks to know that mm-hmm. is that the greatest threat for terrorism today is our own, our own people. Yeah. You know, and the guns and, and, and such, and, and it's just madness. We've come a long way. Yeah. Not in a good, not in a good sense. Right. Not in a good sense. Not in yeah. a good sense at all. Now, when it comes to terrorism, you know, that's not good at all. Yeah, that's um, that's like no other. Yeah. Like no other, um, and on that note, I also say that um, Donald Trump. I don't know if you guys are following that, you know, uh-huh. but Lord, if he don't go to jail, I mean, can you can you imagine, you know, what he's caught with now? Treasonous. I mean, he's actually. I mean, I know everybody's following it, but to take documents now, we having the documents uh, had nuclear mm-hmm. um, information from other. I mean, this is like some serious stuff, yeah. you know, that he has in a drawer somewhere. You know, and it's, 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 it's unbelievable, you know, that he is not in prison. You know, I don't understand it. You know, I don't know, I don't know how anybody else can understand it. He should be in jail, you know, because that's terrorism. You know, you want to talk about 9-11. This also is a form of, of, of terrorism, you know, in a certain sense, produced by the so-called former uh, president. You know, mm-hmm. so I know that's a statement, you know, yeah. but that's the way I feel about it. You know, he should be in jail. Yeah. I put something on, um, I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook. I said if... If Obama did what Trump did, he would already be Can you imagine? in jail. Under- no doubt about it, he would not have been in jail. But that goes to white supremacy. This is not, we're not being racist. We're talking about history. Right. Historically, how this country has treated people, um, rather the people of color, how bad they treated, and just the disparities in the, in the prison system, um, how we are how we are prosecuted differently, um, how we are given lengthier sentences, how they get slaps on the wrist, or they not fit to serve in prison, or, I mean, it's unimaginable. And if this man is allowed to get away with this, 
than shame on this country. And and I really say, and it seems inconceivable, you know, but democracy in this country will be at risk. Yeah. You know, because if he runs, he got a good chance to win. Of course. You know, so, so, of so, and he's a, this is a criminal, you know, somebody that, I don't care what, he committed a crime. Them documents should never ever left. It's a crime. So, we're going to maybe elect a criminal mm-hmm. to become our president. I mean, and, so. And you know he made copies. Of course. You know he made right. copies. And why would you even have that kind of information? You know, I mean, it's, it's, un- it's just, I just, I don't know. We're in a strange place as a, as a country. Um, you know, I never thought we'd ever get here, you know, into this, to, to where we are today. And uh, I'm, I'm afraid for the future of this country. You know, that's just not hype. That's. Clarence Thomas' wife also was involved in some things, so she needed to be going somewhere to. Yeah. She needed to be looked at, and you know, the whole thing is, you know, the due process needs to take place. So we're not the judge or the jury, right? right? We don't get to. We not. We don't live out there, so we don't get to sit on anything. But at least when you see due process happening, meaning an arrest. An arraignment, right, and so forth, and then if there's going to be a trial or plea deals or whatever, when you see that taking place, you know that law enforcement and the judicial system is at work. Right. But when you see that he can do rallies, you can see that Clarence Thomas' wife, she's Caucasian, she could still walk around, and she was involved with some of the insurrection. Right, 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 sure. Um, This is just all criminal, and it still goes back to um, how this country is. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. You know. Call it what it is. I'm going to say it again. If it was Obama, he would have been locked up. And this is the same person that was chanting, leading the chance, lock her up. Right, right, right. Hillary. Exactly. And now nobody's, nobody's chanting. And she's talking about some email server. You're talking about, this is classified information. It's way more dangerous than anything she could have had on her little email server. You know, so... For him not even to be indicted yet. Well, gifts, everything he was, nothing he was supposed to take, you know. And we're learning, you know, a lot of people probably wasn't privy to knowing that, you know, you could be, you could be the president, you get this and get that, but some of the things you can't even keep. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it has to be going to museums or wherever it has to be archived. But like you said, documents, boxes, and then there's things that are missing. Right. (laughs) Things that are missing. Insanity. Insanity. And then they said um, they want to defund the uh, the Justice Department. This is this. These are the same people when we were talking about the defund fund the, the police, police. They were like, no, 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 no. Y'all sound crazy. But now you want to defund mm-hmm. the Justice Department. But you they're know, the so, same also people that was about law law and right, order. So too, right, right, so called. Right, right, so called law and order. Right. Yep, right. yep, yep. But they harmed their own. Right, right. right. Come on. It's, and they had a noose. What's that gallery? Gallery. Exactly. To to hang pence. Exactly. Exactly. What? Exactly. Exactly. You know. So as this plays out. You know, I just so all of us to pay attention. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna find out what kind of country we, we, we really are. You know, whether we gonna be. Well, I guess we're gonna maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're right about that. I just think he. You're right I, about that. We I should. Feel we already know. With all that's going on with Donald, um, he's gonna be. I believe he's unable to wiggle out of all of this he has on top of him. He's got like seven, eight different investigations. If he come I, out with all of them, yeah. I mean, John Gotti didn't even do that. You know, that'd be a Teflon Don, you know, um, at, at that point. You know, um, district attorney, yeah. this, uh, AG, to yeah. our, um, t- uh, Letitia James, our attorney general has, you know, investigated. So this, if this man 
Yeah, then he, he would be called Teflon for real. I mean, he yeah. He get out of this. And his kids his kids go down too with him. Though. I mean, there should be several people around him. Whoever enabled him, yeah. you know, uh, whoever's in that inner circle, you know, and I'm hearing, you know, more and more is coming out, mm. you know, how he was acting even on that day. Yeah. You know, um, he wanted to fight, you know, some of the, you know, some of his detail that was trying to secure him, give him security. I mean, it's just... It's just really unbelievable. You know, I'm just in a state of shock. You know, like a 9-11, as wild and crazy as that is, we're in a crisis like that yeah. today even bigger, you know, within our own selves as a country yeah. that we are putting upon our own selves. You know, so I don't know what lessons we've learned. You know, I don't think we've learned that much. You know, now that we can find ourselves in this position today. I'm going to try to drop this. Um, I don't think it's in there. I'm going to drop a flyer in for Sika's. Um, yeah, she's texting me now. A little late, Brenda, but thank you. And I, I, I think- announced the parade already, Brenda, early on um, that y'all are doing it. So I'm going to drop the flyer in. Um, I marched with them before. Um, I think three or four years ago uh, when Dr. Falani was, was, was out at that particular point in time. And it's wonderful. So, yeah, all NYCHA residents, please go and support uh, especially now, you know, we need a movement, you know, and if this Reese um, situation with the water, you know, doesn't fire up NYCHA residents all around the city to say, you know what, we got to come out now in force mm. because they're, you know, the way they're treating NYCHA residents, you know, we are and y'all are third world development type of situation. That's what happens in a third world development. You can't even really drink the water. So we have to, you know, really fight back, you know, as they come against us, as they fight to do this privatization you know, which is total nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to pay very close attention now. You know, they had the so-called opt-in thing that, that they're adding to it, uh, which supposedly gives uh, NYCHA residents a voice. You know, this is the time we got to speak out like never before to let mm-hmm. them know that we don't want it, you know, right. because, you know, they're moving. And, um, you know, I'm not going to say we're losing the yeah. fight, you know, but we're in a precarious situation at this moment. One of the things I fear about the opt-in thing and for the vote to take place for that, um, it's very scary because the resident council presidents will probably know ahead of time right. when that vote is going to come. Right. Who's getting the people to come down and vote? Right. Like the yay or nay. Um, they're only getting the information from some people that's trying to keep public housing public, a group of us, some of us, yeah. Right. But they're not hitting the masses and they're not getting the information out the way that NYCHA is. Right. Sending them us a booklet. Right. right. Sending us emails, robocalls and right. all of this stuff. Right. Had organizers knocking right. at our door at right. one time mm-hmm. before the vote. Um, that's one of the biggest problems. Um, I believe NYCHA, when the vote is coming up to the development, it should be months in advance so we know that we could put it on our calendar. Right. And um, residents like ourselves can help organize residents to give them the, not just giving them the pros, we got to give them the cons. Right, right. Because that's one of the problems. Right, um, right. And I would hope, because I know my RA uh, president and her board, they are for this, it was a blueprint at one time, and now the Preservation Trust, because she's had Greg Russ come out to one of our meetings and um, it was unannounced. It was secretive that he, you know, and he right. just showed up. But um, 
you know, and he was telling everybody about Brian Holden was there with him. And Brian and I are cool. I like Brian Holden. Like he sat next to me for a little bit and we were just laughing and stuff. I think he's just a I think he's a guy that's just got a position. You know. Right, well. Um, you know, unfortunately, but he does listen to people, residents, because I've been in his office um, under the former chair, and with with her in the office, we had a table, and I was with Community Voices. Right, her. right. Um, and then we met with him several times, so you know, he, hey, Miss Cole, he knows me pretty well. Um, but you know, they, they, it's a job, unfortunately. But you gotta really listen to the people. You gotta really hear the people. But um, we need to know in advance. We need to know not a couple of days before the vote, not a week before the vote. We need a couple of months in advance. So we can, people like us and organizers can organize and let the residents know, right. you know. And I'm trying to find out if we're having a, um, a resident uh, association meeting on Tuesday. I'm not sure if we're having one or not, but I would like organizers to come out that want to help. Because I got to be in the meeting. Right. And I got to be present. You know, I want to be in there to hear what's going on. But we need people outside our community center when these... This is a call to action. We're having our meetings, Holmes and Isaacs, and I think throughout the city, it should be when when we know that there's meetings, we should be out there and traveling, right? Put out, yeah, walk the boots on and go. Know, yep. All the organizations from SICA to you know, we name all this. What Save Section Nine, Residents Preserve Public Housing. You know, that's having a meeting probably still now, or it might be over by now. But with that said, like all of us need to come together and start hitting these meetings, being present outside, giving people literature, talking to them, informing them. Right. Because the cons, we're not learning the, of the cons of it through NYCHA. They're never going to tell you that. No, they're not. No. Right. They're not going to explain that we're going from nine, section nine to section eight. Right. They're not going to tell you the difference. Right. You know, they're not going to break it down to, right. to the residents. And that's so unfortunate. Right. You know, and, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's, more, it's so systemic. It's systemic racism at its best, but it's also the way they look at us, right. how they view us. They don't view us as human. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Because before you do something to somebody or you, you, what you're trying to do, it is your, in your best interest to be very transparent. And transparency will look like giving us the pros and cons yourself. Right, right. But they're not doing that. Not at all. And I'm glad we won this, and I'm going to touch base on this. I reached out to you, Stan. So last Tuesday, no, excuse me, yeah, last Monday, yeah, yeah, please passed, that story. Yep. Um, the Homes Isaac Coalition was hosting a scheduled meeting for our coalition. Right. And it, the flyer basically said, um, I think it was educating and empowering residents. Right. Um, <clears throat> we had our internal agenda already ready. We were ready to go. We had access to the Isaac Center. The meeting was 7. We had the room from 7.30 to 8.30. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be our very first meeting in a while. Um, we had a few since the pandemic and stuff like that and to help with the lawsuit, mm -hmm. you know, because we still have always got work to do. Right. Um, but the resident council president of Isaac Houses, I'm not calling her name out because it's not worthy. It's not worthy to give her name, but you can find out who she is. Mm -hmm. She reached out, to my understanding, to um, management as well as who's over the Isaac Center. Right. And then there was a meeting, um, phone call. It was Lakeisha and myself, Lakeisha Taylor, one of co-founders of Homes Isaac Coalition, myself and um, the person from, I'll just say Rod, 
I'll throw it out there. Rod from um, the Isaac Center, who, which is old, which is God it. Right, God of Riverside. God of Riverside. Thank mm-hmm. you. And we're on this call for 53 minutes, and we're talking about that early on, and then we segue into some other stuff because right. of the things we're doing. And then when it, you know, it's getting, I'm like looking at the time, I got stuff to do. Like we go back to that subject, and so we're gonna have the meeting, right? right. And it's like, no, can't have them because it was pressure, mm. called and this and that. And I'm like, you really, you really gonna do this? Right. You really gonna cancel a meeting that was already scheduled? Right. So our meeting got canceled. What I had to do was, I was like, I can't do this. And I said, I got to go. And I hung up the phone. Right. And Lakeisha stayed on the phone with him, I think, another 15, 20 minutes. What I did as a leader is I went downstairs right. to the Isaac Center and sat. Because I text a lot of people to tell them it was canceled, but I couldn't get everybody. Right. Just so I could turn people away and explain to them what happened. The craziest thing was the center was open for our meeting. Wow. The, the staff didn't get the memo. Right. But if I knew that, you know, but it is what it is. So going forward, you know, he reached out. He said, we can't have our meetings. Um, he's not because we're a community group. Right. And we're not the only community group that does things there. And we do so much work in the community. Right. Right. Like, are you kidding me? Right. It had nothing to do with the Isaacs Association nor the Holmes Towers Association. Right. Because we bring when we do Christmas gifts. It's for both of it. Like, we bring every, we feed, we do so right. much good work. How dare you? And I'm like, you giving her this power? Right. Well, um, I had my own situation with God of Riverside, something similar, you know. And uh, it seems, and I don't know if, if organizations like that are for privatization or not, but it, it, of NYCHA, but it appears, at least in my opinion, you know, that in some of these organizations are, you know, and so they don't want to give the opportunity for groups to come in and speak against the privatization or educate the community. Mm. And I've experienced that, you know, in my own dealings with uh, resident council presidents, you know, mm. um, who, whether they were for privatization or not, were not for outside organizations coming in and actually educating the residents. Right. And, we're and, not outside. Right. And so you're, 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 you're homegrown. Right. You're home, and so that's even more pathetic. pervasive yeah. is that you guys are in NYCHA, you know, mm. and so we got to watch out for that because there are forces besides yeah. resident council presidents, um, some of these community centers and community groups or what have yeah. you, um, are for the blueprint and for right. RAD and all the rest. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, are there, is there going to be censorship? You know, are mm-hmm. we going to be able to have our meetings, mm-hmm. you know, to really educate the residents while they're being bombarded, like you mentioned, with all this propaganda, you know, but if, if we have, if we're silenced, you know, then this, they, again, we'll steamroll this through. Mm-hmm. You know, so... We got to fight, you know, at many right. levels. And I'm going to just say, um, be careful and watch your resident council presidents. Find out where they stand. Um, you know, I think that's going to be very critical, yeah. you know, in this in this new phase we're in, you know, because if they go to a resident council president, that's, that person says, yeah, we're for it. And there's not enough voices within the development to say, no, nah, we don't want it. You know, well, then your development is going to be converted. Right. You know, so, you know, we got to pay close attention, you know, yeah. and, and the trust... I mean, I've seen, we can't even get, they can't even get uh, elections correct for resident council presidents, you know. So we're going to trust that this entity is going to have some fair opt-in process, you know, when you can't even have a fair election to elect a resident council president, you know. So, you know, are we going to trust them, Mm -hmm. you know, to to really be fair and be honest and, like you said, transparent? Yeah. You know, um, I I, I personally don't, and I don't think any NYCHA resident should, you know, because... 
it speaks for itself. Yeah. And you know what? Some people may get angry, but, and I don't, I'm going to speak to someone to see if this could be implemented, but there should be term limits on positions. Well, um, we got term limits to sit on a community board now. Uh, city council has term because that's elected. Right. City council is term limited. Um, I think Congress is not. Um, I don't think assembly is. But yeah, so there should be term limits. Yeah. Because um, when you have people sitting in a position for thirty, forty years, um, and it's not that they're unbeatable. But it's just that people are comfortable with what they have right. and what they know. And some people just don't come out and vote. Right. You know, because when we had our last election, only 202 people came out and voted. And there's three buildings. Right. And yeah. it was a higher count from the last time that someone ran. Because I ran. I didn't win, but I'm fine. I had a, I had a ball running and campaigning. But... I remember the last election, it was only 50 people, 50-something wow. people yeah. that came out. Mm-hmm. But um, this time, we gave them a run. You know, we gave them a run. And we also was not allowed to organize our board. We were in the center for a few times, a few weeks, and then they stopped us from doing that. Right. So I don't know if they lied and said it was for my campaign, my because it wasn't. Right. We were building a board. And to this day, I really don't know, but I had got a call that... You could no longer meet there. We were meeting for four to five on Mondays and just having conversations and trying to build this board. And we got stopped. And I'm just going to put this out there. We have a homeless crisis, right? And we've been had it. Those apartments should be released Mm. that are used for offices. The resident council, I'm sorry, but the resident council, I'm not sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Let me take that back. The resident council president should not have apartments, well, okay. As an office. Right. No. No, I feel you. When you I see understand. people on the street in the train. Right. Can you, and it's not, Holmes, Holmes, Isaacs has it, but Holmes doesn't. Right. They have rooms. Most of them have rooms. Um, and it's not every development. Because like I said, Holmes doesn't have an apartment. Ravenswood does, does. Where you are. Ravenswood right. has one. I've been in there. And I'm Me like, too. I'm like, okay, this is odd and strange. You know, I just, that's, that was my and thought it, about And you'll it. be mighty selfish. So let me just say this. You'll be mighty selfish to get angry from this statement when you see your brother and sister on the street sleeping or your brother and sister in a shelter. No, this cannot remediate the homeless crisis. But if we could put a hundred or maybe, I don't know, I don't know the count. It could be a hundred. It could be 200. It could be 75. But if we can put people in those apartments, that's slowly remediating, remediating the issue. Yeah, well. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's another thing that that needs to be worked on. I'm going to reach out to some people. So I said it here today on September 11th because I'm about the people. Call me for the people. Well, that's they don't, a bold they don't need, statement. They don't, they right. don't, but, but for right. what? Yeah, yeah, what do well. You need, what do you need the room, uh, apartment for as a room? And, um, as you an know, office. I know in Ravenswood, a lot of, you know, I mean, you know, I hate to Is call it a out. bedroom or no, studio? It's a, it's a, it, um, to be honest, I haven't even been in the back, but I'm pretty sure it's a... Two bedroom. I'm pretty sure it's a two bedroom. And um, do you know are there regular office hours being kept? You know, because I mean, well, I, I know that they she be there in the morning. Right. I know, morning. I know, I know. A lot of people that. say they that. I'm not gonna call her out, but you know, um, that they're hard to find. You know, so if you do have an office, you know, and you're not keeping regular I mean, office hours, and you know, which should be nine to five, you know, I or whatever. Don't know if it's used, Probably to be honest, help. I don't know if it's used as an office. Not, I can't speak for every development. Right. 
But I know at my at Isaac's there's a room, and when they had issued membership cards, they have done it from the room, not the apartment. Right. Really? So well, well in the, as soon as you I walk in the apartments, you got like a table right there. They got a computer table. Even when I was younger, and I used to work for Summer Youth, I used to go to her house for she used to give out this lunch. For, right. For the kids that came over for lunch. From I don't the know apartment. She, yeah, from the apartment. I right. don't know which, and we used to eat it there. I don't know what she do now. When I, I lived I mean, in McKinley, they did it from I'm the room. I'm not a kid no more, and I don't. They did it from right. the room. I don't know if she still does it for the children or not. To be honest, but I know in the summer she used to give out the um. Like free lunch for these. Right, right, right. I used to go there on my lunch break for um when I was working with some of you. Right. I don't know what she do now, but it's an apartment. I mean, I don't know. She I she use it. Mayor I know she Adams in knows there. about. That. I don't know if people go there and you know for appointments or they have meetings and not, they might know. do their little board but, internal meetings, but they also some of them have a room. Right. And if you don't have a room and have an apartment, got the apartment because you don't have a room, then night you need to give up one of those rooms that they use for storage. And convert that into an office for you. Well. Because Lafayette Gardens, when I went with Ty, Ty is in a room. A room okay. The room downstairs. Okay. I don't think he has an apartment. I, I don't think so. Right. But right. But right. that's where he, you know, we, we met um, Arvon. That's from somebody really big. I might have said his name wrong, but from NYCHA. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that to me, that's, um this this ain't personal. That's like this business. Like there's people, I see people often and I see people getting harmed in the streets, I see them getting all their stuff taken away by NYPD and, and sanitation and when the Department of, um, what's that, Homeless? Right, um, right, DHS. DHS, right, mm-hmm. what's the S for? I can't think of it. Right? So Department of Homeless so, Services, Homeless, right. Mm-hmm. Department of Homeless Services. When they come out, they come out like that and, and, and they throw their belongings away. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can't decipher what's valuable or not to a person. Right. You know? It's, 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 it's unconscionable. You know, that's a that's a bold statement, but you're right. We do have a homeless crisis, and um, one person, if you could have one person, then you done. Right, I know, but it's more than one. But it's right. it's it's a great help. Yeah. It's a it's a great help. Yeah. It's a great help. Put, put them into public housing. Put them into those rooms. Right, right, right. It's to me. It's no. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not sorry. Let me say it again. I'm not sorry. It's just. I can't, and I've been saying it, but I haven't said it publicly. I've had conversations, but I said it here, and I'll say it again. Those rooms, excuse me, those apartments that resident council presidents have for office or whatever they claim they use it for or entitled to use it for, no. And if that's something through HUD, then that's a problem, too, and that needs to be changed. I don't know if it's through HUD. I don't know if it's just, you know, something some type of understanding that they have because every development doesn't have it. Right, right, right. You know, it's a lot, a lot needs to be changed. Um, a lot needs to be changed. You know, that's a big, bold statement. You know, they need to fully fund NYCHA. I want to say we support that. Uh, we still haven't gotten the money from Washington still. You know, they did pass a, 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 a bill or what have you for climate control. And I'm not against any of all that. All, everything is important, you know, but it is amazing to me, really Amazing that a billion dollar bill, infrastructure, all everything else is 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 added, and there's no money for NYCHA at all. I mean, none. You know, so I know Chuck came on the show, and I know he he did what he could. You know, and um, I guess it's the whole mansion um, issue and, and what and whatnot. But um, it's it's insane. You know, and that's that's racism. That everything else should get funded, mm-hmm. but where there are predominantly black and brown people, there was no not a dime mm-hmm. allocated which is insanity. 
as we have situations like the water and reese. I mean, this is what it's for mm-hmm. to to redo these buildings and fix it so people can live decent lives. You know, that's what the money's for. So as mm-hmm. you look at what's going on in Jacob East, you know, that's why it's going on. Yeah. Because the buildings are old and corroded, you know, we don't know what kind, pipes, what kind of pipes, pipes they have in there, you yeah. know. And so if it's there, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But once again, that money was denied. And so yeah. we suffer. Yeah. Nitro residents suffer. It's a shame. I'm going to read two comments before we shut down. Uh, for my guy, hey, Douglas. Douglas Wilder. Um, he said, join the SICA. Join SICA, yes. Commit- committee for Independent Community Action. At the African American Day Parade on Sunday, September 18th at 12 noon. Say no. Say no. Got an explanation here. To privatization of NYCHA. And I think yes I'll be out there. Yeah. To NYCHA resident management. Uh, we are meeting at the northeast corner of 110th Street and Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard at 12 noon. March with us to 135th Street. Um, wear comfortable shoes and bring water. Also, Brenda Temple says, uh, I was at Jacob Reese today. They are still distributing distributing water wow. and food. How can there be no problem with cloudy, smelly water? Lies. Wow. Um, Ken wow. says, we mm. got, we got, we, we got to do, do we got to do what? You read that. got to do what we're doing in education. <laughs> okay. God, you know something's missing there, so I can't read that. It made me look okay. And the water distribution stops today, I heard. That's what Kim says. Mm. Um, she said bird dogging. Um, Brenda says they are trying to find more ways to kill us. Pure evil. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Um, I mean. I hope I don't mess her name up. Molly, Malia. Anyway, I hope I ain't mess it up, honey. That's our intern. She said hi. She waved. Um, she's not with us today, but y'all will meet her. So okay, great, so great, great. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so welcome aboard. Um, let me see. Kevin Hodges says, how can private developers can develop public housing, but NYCHA can't? Right. I don't think they're actually public housing, though. They're not under the, the authority. So they'd probably develop housing... But I don't, it's not, because under the Faircloth Act, um, I believe it was 1937 or something like that, don't quote me, but there's no more, no more public housing can be built as of now. That's why they've been trying to repeal the Faircloth Act. Absolutely. Needed more, more public houses needed now more than ever. true affordable housing. Exactly, exactly. She said, and the developers are horrible managers. That's Brenda. All right, but um, thank you everyone for tuning in. Any um, closing. We're gonna talk offline about some things too before we shut. You know, after we shut down. So, to you first. Any closing remarks? What you What you gotta say? Your normal. Go ahead. Yeah, my normal. I just want to tell everybody, share us, share us, not just to your family, but to your friends and to your associates and to you and to your enemies. Just share us, share us, share us, and like and subscribe to our YouTube page, One Night Your TV, O N E, not the number, O N E Night Your TV. That's our YouTube. YouTube channel. If you want to email us, you can email us at one night TV at gmail.com. And here we go on Sandra or Stand the Man, whoever wants. And I just want to say any NYCHA resident that has any repair issues, um, I see on the board it just fixed. Please reach out uh, so we can begin holding these folks accountable. Like, there should be a class action lawsuit at Jacob East. Uh, there should be class action lawsuits in many developments. 
And we could do that. You know, we could submit these letters, take them to court, have a collective HP action or individual HP action and force these courts to make these repairs, you know, because really that's what should be happening right now. So we cannot suffer in silence. So last but not least, this should be a call to act. To, to, this should be a call right now, which we're going on in Jacob East, should be a call to action for all NYCHA residents at this particular moment. Yeah. We got to fight back. Yeah. Um, yeah, and closing for me, um, since we talked about the unhoused, um, there was a safe haven that was going to be built on um, 90, 91st between 1st and York Avenue. Um, I sat on, it was like an advisory board, um, some, you know, stakeholder. It's like a stakeholder advisory board. Sure. Um, and Goddard was over it um, and overseeing it, and, you know, they were part of it because it was going to house 80, about 80 people, women and men, um, that were in the community actually, like, out on the street. And for whatever reason, things got shifted and changed there was some NIMBY, not in my backyard. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Not in my backyard. Right. People didn't want it. Um, I was for it because, you know, we have we do have shelters in the community. You know, I, I think people might not know where the actual shelters in their community are, but there are shelters throughout the city, but we do have one or two, I think at least two in our community. But that was going to be a different, it was a safe haven um, with security and um, and I advocated when they were advocating for security. I was advocating for security for the residents, the right. people there, because of the NIMBY people, right? People that didn't really want them there. They felt they weren't welcome there. They were asking, well, what is their background? Or, you know, are they sexy? All these, right. all these crazy mm -hmm. questions when you could just look and look up your neighborhood and see, like, your neighbor might be a sex offender, right. okay? Right. So it was just stuff that was just, like, crazy to me. But I get people, how they feel, and... And scared. So anyway, make a long story short, this project that was happening has got nixed. Mm. Um, and to my understanding, the Department of Homeless Services changed what it's going to be. And now it's going to be like an intake place facility. So they'll be there no longer than 30 days. So so Guarded has backed out because that's not what they do. Right. Um, and unfortunately, now the NIMBY people, not in my backyard... Now, unfortunately, you won't have people that would have been a part of your community because the safe haven allows them to be there for a period of time, right. but much longer than 30 days, and then eventually transition to their own apartment. Right. You know, it was very helpful. And now that you, now we're going to have an influx of people coming, different people, because they're only going to be there for 30 days. Right. So now you're in a worse society. Right, actually, yeah. Right. yeah. Instead of having a it's settled steady. population, exactly. right, right. You're going to have an influx of just people coming exactly. in. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. So, so wow. you know what? It is what it is. And I, I think that just shows that, you know, people are ugly. And I'm not saying ugly in a, I'm not saying ugly in a, I'm saying ugly mean. Let me be clear with my wording. Right. People are being mean and mean and ugly with their behavior that now they're stuck with something that they, that's, that might be worse in right. their eyes. I don't mind, but I just felt, because the way it was, you see people laying on the street right. in your community. Those people were coming into that safe haven. Wow. They had some already identified. Wow. And it's you know built, but now it's switched to that. So DHS, you really give them a thumbs down. Give me a clap for giving yeah. them a thumbs down, because whoever, I don't know if the mayor, whoever changed that, that was just horrible. That was a bad, right. bad choice. And you couldn't have caved into the pressure from the people, the NIMBY, not in my backyard people, because 
They clearly can't want this now. Right. They clearly can't right, want right. this. Right, right. You fought, and now you got something worse right. than what you were yeah. fighting against. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, That right. you could have got to know Peter, John, and And, and, and welcome them into right. the community. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. And I was also um, part of um, Open Hearts Initiative, which, you know, we were um, also advocating for that. We had did a letter, and it made the papers and stuff like that. We all signed off. And then, but come to find out, this transition wasn't publicized yet. So when our letter went out, it was already, it was already, it was already wiped out. We wow. didn't know. So that's another thing. There's no transparency with the city, you know. But with that said, you know, I just hope that, you know, people that are unhoused can eventually get into places and be comfortable and Absolutely. have their own. Because it's, you know, it's just, um, it's not good. And those are some of your veterans or people that just, you know, went Life happened, right? Or when I was homeless. It happened to anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. Hard times. Yeah. You know, things happen. Um, and then with that said... Um, yeah. I don't want... I don't want Maria to think that we skipped a question. Okay, so go ahead. We okay. skipped a question. And, um, it's about Queens. She said, question, why are they fixing the outside of Queens Ridge and not the um, inside of the apartments? I guess took them to court and they was willing to pay fifty thousand dollars to a backup rent, but they never fixed the apartment. The outside, the, the they fixed well, the outside, but they ain't fixed yeah, the inside of the I'm, apartments. They, I know I, they did it in Ravensville a little bit. I don't know about Queensbridge if they did. I think that um, all NYCHA residents should really be paying close attention. You know, um, you know, because there is, in my opinion, a lot of privatization kind of going on under the radar. You know, so if there's all of a sudden you see the outside of your development changing, you know, um, when, like you said, they're not concerned about your apartment, you know, but they could fix out the outer side of it. Um, that seems very suspicious to me. You know, that seems that would be something that we should all be worried about, you know, because they're kind of sneaking it through, you know, um, and I'm not we're not going to say no, not, nothing today. Well, you got to uh, find out. You really got to find out because was it was it a fact that. That something needed to be fixed, right? But right. to be honest, they switching the whole neighborhood, even on the streets and Ravenswood. You know that these are. They, they, it, I mean, it's it used to be two lanes basically. Now they got a whole bus lane. And they got um. You can't turn down to like to my block. So um, if you want to turn left coming from Queensbridge, you can't. I mean, it's like basically turning to Mini Manhattan or something like that. But yeah, well, there's yeah some sneaky stuff going on. I think. I know we were getting off, but when I was up there, I took footage when I was coming in because I liked what they were doing, um, showing the people, you know, the little, the prints of them, I'm Queensbridge or something mm -hmm. like that. I thought that was really, you know, making, getting the community network, ne uh, really networking together. And then when I was leaving the Queensbridge Park, I was doing footage of Queensbridge because I was just looking at, you know, how everything was up there and just showing people, um, touring them like the outside because I was up there. Right. Because... If I lived in, I lived in, after I left McKinley Houses, I moved to Parkchester, uh, which is a very nice neighborhood in the Bronx. And I was up there for a few years until public housing caught me. I lived at 26 Metropolitan Oval, y'all, on the sixth floor. Um, I was married to my ex. But anyway, um, remember I told you when I went to Queensbridge the very first time, I think that was in 2019, it was so nostalgic yeah. because it had that look, the oval yeah. and the, the stores down bottom. Right. It's just really, Queensbridge is really designed really as a community. Right, it's a world unto itself, yeah. Yeah, like you got your supermarket and your stores there and 
and poly salons and all, all that stuff that we had in Parkchester, our drugstore, our supermarket, and, you know, you get your hair done there if you wanted to right there. It was just so much built into the building. So I thought that was really nice. So I was, it's on our, on our uh, Facebook mm-hmm. page. I was just touring it. So I don't know. I mean, maybe they, they're trying to do something, but the buildings are old. I don't know what it is in the inside, how it is. Uh, um, I've been in the buildings and it's, yeah. um, you know, just hard, the infrastructure is horrible, yeah. you know, um, I mean, just horrible. I am learning horrible. that also that if you're going, of course, if you're going under red, um, you know, blueprint ain't coming your way, right? Right. So, but. We got to pay attention, you know. Um, they're doing, they're doing, they're doing the some other. things. Yeah, they're, they're doing, doing some things. The they're doing some things. The public we housing be. will not be what it once was. Right. And what it should be. Right. If we don't continue to fight. That's and, right. And, and we, the coalition, Homes, Isaac's residents, we fought in Phil. Took us four years and we won. Give us some. We won that fight. And that, with that said, continue to fight. You got to fight. Keep public housing public. Um, we'll see y'all next week either here or we might be at the parade filming. We'll talk offline. Yeah, we'll talk that. offline. We'll talk offline about All that right. decision. One night to one, one night people. To one people. All right. I'll drop. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna drop the. Um, I couldn't put the picture in for this uh, seeker for the march for African Day Parade, but we'll post it on our page later as well. Okay. Everybody so, show up. <laughs> one night to one people. <laughs>